Welcome to the Simple Faith Podcast, exploring authentic Christianity for normal people. My name is Dave Betts, and together with my wife, Shereya, we're going to explore all the things that make our faith what it is. From looking at the big picture of the Bible to exploring the tough questions that might be getting in the way of your relationship with God. We're not going to use unnecessarily churchy language, and we're not pretending that we have all the answers. And the best bit, we'll never take more than 30 minutes of your time each week. We want to keep it simple and hopefully have some fun along the way. Thanks for joining us. What are the Old Testament historical books and what are they all about? Where do Neil Patrick Harris and Jeff Goldblum fit in? Find out in this week's episode. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there. (laughs) I did it. I did it. I I said Sharia would and I did. Um, If you don't know what that's from, don't even worry about it. No. Um, It's not going to improve your life in any way to know. But I wanted to say it and I did. So, hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there. Uh, Today is episode four of the Simple Faith podcast. We are so excited that you're here. We're on Facebook now. Yes, we are. Just search for Simple Faith podcast. We're on Instagram now. Just search for Simple Faith Podcast. And finally, finally, we have a website. (laughs) What? (laughs) We have a website, simplefaithpodcast.com. www.simplefaithpodcast.com. Do we do www.dots anymore? I don't know. But simplefaithpodcast.com. We are going to have all sorts of resources, uh, some kind of deeper uh, reading and uh, resources to help you grapple with some of the stuff we're talking about. Uh, for example, this week, we'll talk about it a bit late, later, we have some um, some slides and some notes that go along with a, uh, a lesson on a course that I was teaching, and that was a two-hour thing, so that will go much deeper than what we're mm. going to go to today. So we're excited about that, and you yeah. can, of course, listen to the episode each week uh, from there. So good stuff. Sheree, I want to share something with you quickly. Okay. I, I think you know this is we're, we're in a life-changing time. This is something yeah. that we'll be talking about with our grandkids when we're <laughs> talking about COVID-19 and uh, all that stuff, this pandemic stuff. Now, there's one news article that I found that epitomizes the challenge and the struggles. Oh, okay. And the hope that comes in this time. Are you ready? Yeah. It's the Huffington Post. Oh, no. One-eyed squirrel with Instagram account is returned to nature. Wow, That's, good news. Wow. One-eyed squirrel with Instagram account is returned to nature. Now, there's a few good things about that, Shreya. Mm-hmm. Firstly, a one-eyed squirrel is returned to nature. Now, if he can return to nature, anyone can get back to nature. Maybe one day we can be freed from captivity and brought into uh, oh, in, back into nature. Yeah, but, that's what we should take out of that post. But more. There's more. Okay. He has an Instagram account. So does that mean he's, he's on a social media fast to go into nature or if he's, he's got a phone strapped to his back? Like what is the, what's the reality? Oh, Dave, let's not, let's not, you know, think too much into this. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> now. Important life-changing events happening in yeah, the world today, guys. Exactly. <laughs> let's talk about today's episode. Today we are talking about the Old Testament historical books. Uh, we're going to talk about what they are very soon and what is in those books. But do you remember last week we talked about how the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a bit like the Bible? Mm. Uh, yeah. We looked at phase one, the Torah, 
We had kind of the equivalent of our Avengers. Abraham, Isaac, <laughs> Jacob, Joseph. The Avengers of the Old Testament. Yeah. And now we're into phase two. And what's epic about this is that, you know how phase two and phase three kind of join together with Captain America Civil War? Yeah. Well, let's look at the Old Testament. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. Before we move on, we think it would just be good to look at what we talked about last week um, about the Torah. And so you can kind of break that down into the three sections that we talked about. So Genesis 1 to 11, which is creation and fall and then rise of nations. And then we have Genesis 12 to 50, which is Abraham's family. So Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. And then we find Israel, the people of Israel in Egypt. And so we have the Exodus. Um, And so Moses comes into the picture and takes the people, uh, these Israelites out of Egypt and wander in the desert for like 40 years and now they're waiting to go into the promised land so that's where we're at yeah good job so we have the people of god also known as israel and they have the law the mosaic covenant that we talked about last week they have the law and now they're looking to go to the promised land and so that's where we've got to with the old testament historical books which uh, goes from uh, joshua to judges to ruth uh, to first and second samuel First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. That, those are the books that we're talking about, and it's kind of a misleading title to call them the Old Testament historical books because obviously the Torah is is part of that history as right. well. Uh, so it covers a period of about a thousand years, from somewhere around fourteen hundred BC to around four hundred and fifty, four hundred BC. So there is a lot going on isn't there yeah there's so much and so during this time there are some really key periods there's the end of the wilderness wanderings and the conquest of canaan which is the promised land there's the period of the judges and then the period of the kings and in there that includes a civil war and a a national split and then there's their exile and then ezra and nehemiah come back to the promised land Okay, so the outline of the Old Testament is actually not super complicated because that is it up to Jesus, more or less. There's a period of 400 years of silence, but that's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages summarized into a a short outline. Let me say some of those things again really quickly. So we've got uh, creation and fall, and we've got Genesis 1 to 11, which is the rise of nations. Then we've got the, the rise of Abraham and his line. And then we've got the exodus And from then on, the people uh, conquer the promised land. There's a a period where there are judges, which we'll talk about in a minute. Then there are kings. There's a a civil war where the nation splits into two. And then the people are conquered, taken into exile, and they're allowed to come back. And that takes us to Ezra and Nehemiah. And that is the entire history of the Old Testament. Everything else fits into that. Uh, I think One of the best ways to summarize the theme of the Old Testament historical books is with Jesus's words in Matthew uh, 23, 12. It says this, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. That is it, Sharia. That is is the outline of this passage. You see, as humans, we're just so proud. We want to do things our own way. We want to define good and evil on our own terms, as we talked about last week. And it's been that way 
since Adam and Eve back in Genesis 3. And what the Old Testament historical books show us is that this sin problem, this obsession with going our own way and not God's way, has caused issues throughout history. And it's the same issue that plagues society today. People wanting to go their own way instead of God's way. I mean, it's, it's the problem in our life, in, yeah. in our marriage, in, in everything. It's, it's, the problem is us wanting to go our own way and not God's way. Yeah. And after the break, we're going to go through a summary of, of each book. But the key thing to understand is that storyline. So we've got the conquering of the promised land, judges, kings, exile, and then the return of Ezra and Nehemiah. That is the outline of the Old Testament historical books. Uh, but with the time that we have left before this first break, I want to talk about some interesting things that go on mm. in the Old Testament historical books. There are some things where our cultural sensitivity gets tested to the max. We were talking about yeah. this the other day, weren't we? Yeah. There's a lot of killing. There's violence. Um, a lot of stories where we might be surprised at some of them, the brutality. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's hard to read that today and, and understand uh, what we can take out of it. And then there's talk about uh, tabernacles and temples and random place names. And that can all get confusing. By the way, a tabernacle is the dwelling place of God at that time. So although God is in all places at all times, during this period, God chose to to uh, make his dwelling place on earth, the tabernacle. It was like a, a kind of like a tent, a portable tent that they would mm. carry around and um, in there would be uh, the Ark of the Covenant, which had like the Ten Commandments and things like that in. And only the high priest was allowed into the, the most holy place. And that's where God dwelled. But that's a conversation for another day. But that's essentially when you see a tabernacle, that's what they're talking about is this this portable dwelling place of God at the time. But then you've got things like tons of polygamy. Like There are hundreds of yeah. um, like hundreds of wives. Solomon has like hundreds and hundreds mm, of wives. Yeah. Mo most people have lots of wives and that doesn't really square with our understanding of what's right and wrong. And, yeah. and actually what the Bible says is right and wrong either. So, it, so it's, it's confusing. And then you have random custo customs, like at one point there's the exchanging of sandals and then there's <laughs> lots of random nations that seem to come up like the Assyrians and the Babylonians and the Persians and yeah. all that stuff. It, it can be really confusing. We want to we want to recognize that. Yeah, I think it's, I mean... Sometimes I think we can look at these stories in the Bible and think that they're supposed to be an example for us or like talking about, um, you know, these people that were supposed to put up on a pedestal or something. But actually, that's not the case. These are broken people who struggle with sin just as much as any of us. Um, and so it's about these people who actually need rescuing and need um, help to break this pattern of sin. And that's only what, what God can do. Um, yeah, well, that's that's exactly it. It takes us back to that Matthew passage where it says, you know, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled. You know, whoever wants to go their own way uh, will be humbled by God and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. We see that throughout these books. We see people trying to go their own way, doing mm. like disastrously nasty things. And yet and we see God, uh, God punishes them. And you, you see that again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. And we'll see some horrible things. The Bible, like you say, Shere, it doesn't condone it. No. The Bible is very real that way, but it shows a different way. It, it teaches a different way. And that's exciting for us. And there's lots of idolatry as well. That's uh, Idolatry is when you worship something other than God. 
And that is rife throughout the yeah. Old Testament historical yeah. books. And Yeah. So that is kind of a, a, a quick conversation about the Old Testament historical books. Uh, we've talked about how uh, Joshua is the first historical book and Joshua leads his people into the promised land rather than Moses because Moses dies and God doesn't allow him to go into the promised land. We didn't talk about that, but we will. And then there's a period of the judges, period of the kings, there's an exile, and then there's Ezra and Nehemiah. And that is the history. Now there's a lot more details and we won't even start to scratch the surface, but we'll do our best in the next section. So let's talk about Joshua. Sharia, which Bible character had no parents? Joshua, son of Nun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been saving that one. I was excited about that. He doesn't really have no parents. He's just, his name is pronounced Nun, N-U-N. I think we probably could have uh, made another joke about nuns there. But anyway. Yeah, well, anyways, fun fact. <laughs> so let's talk about Joshua, Sharia. Okay, so Joshua is this new leader of the Israelites. He's a new Moses in a way. Um, and he leads the people through the Jordan. It's like this new parting of the Jordan kind of resembles the parting of the Red Sea. And they go, go into Canaan and conquer it, basically. So that's him leading the people and conquering Canaan and then dividing it up between all the tribes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, and then we get to a period known as the Judges. So Joshua was their leader. He inherited leadership from Moses. Moses dies in Deuteronomy. And uh, Joshua has become their leader. But there isn't anyone to take over from him. And what they end up doing is having a period known as the Judges, where they have these tribal warrior chieftain-type leaders uh, to lead the people of God. It's what's called a theocracy, where they aren't, the, they aren't ultimately in charge. They're looking to God as their king, and it, it's a problem. So who was the greatest comedian in the Bible, by the way? Oh, I don't know. Samson, because what? he brought the house down. <sighs> So in, in this period of Judges, you have people like Gideon and Samson and Othniel and Ehud. And you might have heard some of these, Deborah and Barak. Yeah. They might sound familiar. They might not. Uh, we're going to talk about them at the end, actually. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> but during this period, essentially, there is a cycle of sin. So the people sin. They do what was right in their own eyes. We talked about that earlier. And then uh, God kind of punishes them. And uh, then the people repent and God raises up a judge to defend them, to protect them. We get all sorts of heroic stories like killing 600 people with an ox goad, which is like a, yeah. like a metal pointy stick. Basically it's crazy, quite graphic. And it's actually quite depressing to see how the, the effects of sin can, can ravage a people. Yeah. But then we get to uh, the book of Ruth. I just want to quick, we'll bypass the book of Ruth really just because that's during the period of the judges, but it's an amazing story. It's kind of like the, old testament equivalent of the good samaritan story you might be familiar with that uh, ruth is so faithful and she meets someone called boaz and they get married oh by the way quick story what what kind of person was boaz before he got married what ruthless <laughs> i know right amazing Great. so the amazing thing about ruth by the way is that she is in the line of david so i think it's like great 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 grandma of i think it's just great gr just great grandma it's it's not too, too far. Something like that, but it's yeah. amazing. It's really cool to see how God's providence, his divine work is what we mean by that word. His, his sovereignty, his control, he's over all things and he, he's, his hands are on all of this. It's amazing. Yeah. So that was Ruth. Let's talk about 
the book of Samuel. So uh, one and two Samuel or first and second Samuel, depending on which part of the globe you're in, uh, they weren't originally split. They were originally one book. And the same is true of Kings and Chronicles. And actually Ezra and Nehemiah, they were one book, which was called Ezra and Nehemiah. Um, Those books were singular. And the book of Samuel follows the journey of Samuel the judge uh, slash prophet. And he is anointed by God to be a prophet to the people. Uh, and then the people cry out for a king and God says, well, it's probably not the best for you, essentially. And uh, the people cry out. They want to have someone who is a visible king, whereas for them, they were struggling with their invisible God, even though God was clearly at work in powerful ways. It's just a weird scene. But then God gives them a king. It gives them exactly what they wanted. A guy who was a head taller than everyone else. He was handsome. He was strong. He was brave. But you know what? His heart was not uh, aligned with God and he caused some serious problems. So God anoints a new king, a king called David. And David is a man after God's own heart. He's a famous king. Uh, Shreya, who's the greatest babysitter mentioned in the Bible? Who? David. He rocked Goliath to sleep. Oh, no. Yep. They just keep coming. Uh, So David was a good king. He... Uh, was a talented musician, an able warrior. Uh, he expanded the the kingdom. Um, he got so much right, but he wasn't perfect. He actually made some fairly catastrophic mistakes. For example, he had a, has an affair with a woman called Bathsheba. And then uh, when he wants to marry her, sends her husband away to the front lines and where he knows that he's going to die. It's, it's pretty terrible stuff. You see, David wasn't perfect and the Bible doesn't paint him as perfect. What the Bible paints him as is a man who loves God and wants to do his best to serve him. And so so that's David. And that pretty much covers the majority of uh, Samuel. And then we get to Kings. Now, the King book of Kings starts with David's son, Solomon. Solomon starts off really well. He asks for wisdom from God, leads his people brilliantly well, uh, and then starts to go downhill a little bit. He marries like hundreds of wives. And then he starts kind of worshipping some of their idols and And by the end of his life, it doesn't look quite so good. But his son, Rehoboam, is a bad king. And from this point, there's actually a civil war. The the nation of Israel splits into two. So we have the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. The nation splits, they fight, they leave each other. And then we have two sets of kings going on. And to be honest, they're not great. So we go through a few centuries of pretty terrible kings and that's what the book of kings follows until something catastrophic happens in about 722 bc the assyrians the northern uh, the kingdom north of uh, israel the northern kingdom comes and wipes them out so the the northern kingdom of israel is no more there's only the southern kingdom of judah left and then in 586 bc we get the, the Babylonians who are also coming from the north. They come and they wipe out the southern kingdom of Judah. They take them into captivity and they go up. Uh, and for a while they're in captivity. That's where we get the book of Esther is while they're in captivity during that period. Um, but it, it's a bit more complicated than that. So I'm going to recap that just because it, it gets a bit complicated there. So we have a civil war. We have the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. In 722 BC, the Assyrians take out the northern kingdom completely. And then in 586 BC, the Babylonians come in and they take the southern kingdom of Judah captive. During that time, we have the Babylonians, 
who are then taken over by the Persians. So it's all crazy stuff, right? So you've got the Assyrians taking over the Northern Kingdom, the Babylonians taking away the Southern Kingdom. And while they're in captivity to the Babylonians, the Persians take over the Babylonians. And that is where Esther is. So after a long period in captivity, uh, the people are allowed, a remnant of the people, the remaining people are allowed to return to Jerusalem to rebuild their city. So Ezra goes back shortly after a guy called Zerubbabel, and this is what the book of Ezra is about. And they rebuild the temple and Ezra starts teaching the law, reminding people of God's law, that Mosaic law that we talked about in the last uh, episode. And then Nehemiah comes back and he rebuilds the wall and everyone thinks it's going to be great. Things seem to be going well, but there's a problem. You see, people very quickly start going their own way and not God's way. The same problem that has been uh, tagging these people since the beginning of uh, humanity. And Nehemiah freaks. It's not, it's not what he thinks it's going to be. And so you see him tearing out hair and going nuts at people because they're not following God the way that, we're, that, that they were called to. And it's that point that the book of Nehemiah ends and God goes silent. There's a 400 year period of God being silent. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But you might be thinking, well, hang on, we just skipped over first and second chronicles what's going on there and that is a very astute question Uh, in our bibles chronicles comes after samuel and kings but in the hebrew bible chronicles is actually at the very end and what chronicles does is it retells some of those stories with a with an eye to the future now when you take it in the perspective of the prophets and the poetry as well the people are looking for a messiah They're looking for a a hope. Now, what do we mean when we say Messiah? They're talking about God with us. A a saviour was coming. God had promised a saviour through the poetry and prophets, which we'll talk about. But that's important in the context of this storyline. And so suddenly we're in this place where uh, the the temple has been rebuilt. By the way, Solomon was the one who built that temple. And it was destroyed when the Babylonians came in and wiped out that southern kingdom. And then Ezra and Nehemiah came back with the temple being rebuilt. And, but it's not the same. It's not, what it sh- it's not what it should have been. And the people who could remember what things had been like before they were taken into exile were beside themselves with grief, knowing that they'd missed the mark. They'd recognized they'd gone their own way and not God's ways. And, and, th- and there was a problem. You see, they were expecting hope. They were expecting a Messiah. What they got was exile and then a mini version of the temple that they used to have. It wasn't it wasn't right. It didn't make sense. And that's where God went silent. So for 400 years, 400 years, God went silent. And during that time, the Persians were wiped out by Alexander the Great and the Greeks. And then the Romans came. During that bit, there's a a, a revolt from the Jews as well for a while. And it's just, it's carnage. There's chaos. But roads are formed and the Greek language, language is put in place. And in some amazing way, God was orchestrating something special. It was almost like the stars were aligning, ready for Jesus to come. And it would take 400 years, but he was coming. The Messiah was coming. And so that's the end of the historical books from Judges to Esther. If we were to summarize that real quick. Joshua conquers the promised land. Then we have a period of judges, then a period of kings. There's, an, there's a civil war, and then 
the northern kingdom is taken, well, is, is obliterated. The southern kingdom is taken into captivity. And then they're allowed to return, but it's not the same. And there's this period of 400 years of silence. And that is the Old Testament in a nutshell. Well. So we are at the point in our podcast where we like to end with a game or just something kind of fun. So what are we doing today, Dave? Okay, I, I'm kind of embarrassed of this. This is like ultra Bible nerd <laughs> stuff, but I had memorized the, the judges in order. So we have Othniel, Ehud, Shamgar, Deborah and Barak, um, Gideon, Tolo and Jair, Jephth- Jephthah, and then... Um, Ibzan, Elon, and Abdon, and then Samson. And the way that I memorized those is through a memory palace thing. I was, I was reading this book about memory. <laughs> it's called uh, Moonwalking with Elvis. I recommend it, actually. But I tried to memorize it using visual pictures. And some of the visual pictures I used were ridiculous. I wanted to see if you could come up with some visual pictures to remind you. And then I'll tell you about what mine were. I did. I did come up with some. So let me take you to my memory palace where I remember all the judges. Okay, so we're going to start with Othniel. So I like to imagine just a Neil. Maybe it's Neil Patrick Harris. That's exactly what I did. Okay, (laughs) maybe it's Neil Armstrong. But they're kneeling in front of a hood. So then you have Ehud and then the Vicar. And then you open up that hood and you have Garfield pop his head up and, and that's Shamgar. <laughs> Shamgar okay. And then if you look to your left, there's um, a lady named Deborah. Yeah. And I worked with a Deborah, you know, before. So I, I picture her face and, and she's giddy. So Gideon, because she sees some toilet paper. So is it Tola? Yeah. Yeah. Toilet paper. But the toilet paper is behind bars in a jail or jail. Nice. Um, and then in that jail cell, there's also a Jeep. So Jephthah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, and then this this part doesn't really follow a cycle, but then it's um, Ibsen, I guess. So I just think gibberish kind of because that doesn't make sense. Ibsen. And then um, who's the next guy? Uh, Elon. Oh, yeah. Elon. So Elon Musk, I think. He, of course. Yeah. Elon Musk. And he's muscular. So Abdon. And then he has really long, long, luscious hair as well. Samson. Nice. That's my memory palace. That was good. Good, good memory palace. I'll tell you mine because some of ours are mine. So Oth Neil, I always think of Neil Patrick Harris, but from uh, that show that we watched, what's it called? Uh, oh, I've forgotten. The unfortunate series Um, a series of unfortunate events yeah i think of him that guy from that then ehud i think of iron man and his heads up display lots of marvel related ones shamgar i think of a shamrock deborah i think of a debit card barack well obviously barack obama of course tola i think of a tolerone like toblerone oh (laughs) jayir i think of blue jays toronto blue jays oh yeah blue jayir jephthah i think of jeff goldblum Mm. But from Thor three, so again, lots of lots of Marvel related ones. Uh, then um, Ibzan. Yeah, well, how, what do you do for that? I had well, no idea. In Guardians of the Galaxy, uh-huh. there's a there's a place called Xandar, and uh, there's that guy from Step Brothers, from it, who's in there. So 
Ibzan, Elon, or Elon Musk, Abdon, I think of The Rock because he's muscly as, so right. I think of The Rock. And then Samson, I think of the guy, Samson, I always say it weird by that point, Samson, I uh, think of the guy who plays Aquaman. Oh, because he has really long he's hair. He's got long hair. So there you go. There you go. There are memory palaces. I'm gonna, how we so we're going to put that on the, the website. I've got a picture of this that I'm going to post. Sure, <laughs> you might have to make a picture of yours, but I'm going to put one on the website. Guys, I am aware that we have gone through an awful lot of stuff in an, an awfully short time. So please, please do head to simplefaithpodcast.com where we will post the what, we, what is normally supposed to be a two-hour lecture on this. If you're interested in going deeper than we've covered, that's fine. We would love for you to do that. If you have any questions, email simplefaithpodcast at gmail.com or uh, just send us, uh, like, send us a comment or uh, a message. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and finally, if you find this podcast helpful, we would just be so grateful if you could share it, if you could tell people about it, or if you could give us a written review that really helps us to, to reach other people. And that's what we want to do. We want to reach people. So guys, thank you so much for listening and for persevering through this nonsense <laughs> that we've got through. And Dave's jokes. Thanks yeah. for oh. persevering through those. By the way, who was the smallest person in the Bible? I don't know. Nehi Meyer. Yeah, that was the last one. I forgot to do that one. Let's so end it here. Let's end it here. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Um, the Old Testament is a beautiful, beautiful book, and we hope that you'll persevere with it. Um, this storyline is a phenomenal, phenomenal story that, that points to Jesus. And as we get to the New Testament in three weeks' time, we'll see just how stunning the outcome of that is. So thank you. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.